How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, everyone. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. sound to catch on, on audio that's love you, it that's how you start the podcast that's how you start every damn episode so <laughs> as we mentioned we are here or rather i am here because it's just solo i'm here with the owners of and this is not to blow smoke up y'all's ass our favorite sandwich shop in miami that we talk about way too much as it is um <laughs> sandwich we're here with danny and rosa thank you thank you guys for joining us as i realize that i don't know your last names and that's why to, that's me, okay. to me you're just Danny and Rosa from Sandwich. That's, that's, that's all you need to know. That's all you need Your to last know. name might as well be from Sandwich. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> actually we just may may have just like we may change our, our last names, just Danny Sandwich and Rosa Sandwich. Oh, I think so. And our that. children. Yeah. It'll be a little much. Yeah, London Sandwich doesn't really go. Mm. Yeah, no. London Sandwich? Yeah, no, it's not, no. <laughs> no. they already have a London Bridge. Yeah. So Thank you guys for joining us and also for inviting us here to your beautiful home. Thank you. So pretty. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody who's listened to our show at any point over the last four years knows how much we freaking love Sandwich. Anybody who's even casually gone to our Instagram knows how much weight I have gained thanks to Sandwich. (laughs) 
hey, hey, hey. Don't you blame let, us let, for that. You let me. <laughs> Listen, those Cuban nachos. I mean, yeah. And, I, 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 and I, again, I don't say it to blow smoke. I say it genuinely. You guys have really done something great for the community, in my opinion. Thank You've you. taken something that is so basic as the Cuban sandwich, right? I mean, like, let's, we're all three of us grew up in Miami, Cuban American. Cuban sandwich is the most, like, quote unquote, basic Miami asset, right? How did all of this start? I mean, at what point did you guys just kind of look at each other and be like, <laughs> we are going to make a Cuban sandwich that's going to make people talk in the city that already has umpteen of them. You know, it it all started. It, this it's a it's a funny story because I think it started a five hundred square foot little apartment in Coral Gables. Yeah, I mean, it starts a very everything starts at a humble beginning. It starts there's there's a point in your life where you say, okay, I'm fucking done doing what I'm doing, and I want to do something different. And so, for me, you know, with my background, it's just I I took some time and before Rose and I met and I was in a completely different field and I'd invite my friends over um, to every Friday one o'clock we were mm-hmm. called the bastards right we had the <laughs> bastards lunch this is a true story and we were part of a smoking club um, we're, we're, I'm a Padron smoker so smoke cigars so um, I felt the need to clarify yeah I smoke I smoke I smoke cigars <laughs> okay, okay I smoke cigars nothing wrong with any kind of smoking I'm just saying <laughs> I feel because it would have been a different story if it's like so I was all toked up and yeah. that's when I got really hungry yeah <laughs> and I needed a sandwich <laughs> yeah no no it's the antithesis of that so my friends used to come over and it was it was a cigar smoking scotch type type of, of atmosphere and I'd make them sandwiches and they encouraged me to open up a sandwich shop, but 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 let me reiterate. I was in a completely different field, in like a very a, lucrative like a field. Marketing. Area I was I was right? a, I was in marketing. I had I had my own fashion collection. It was in Nordstrom, Neiman Marcus, and Saks Fifth Avenue, amongst others. And I had the luxury of taking a Friday off and mm-hmm. and enjoying it with my friends. Right. Um, these were right before the economic crisis of two thousand eight. Okay. So you know I, and I've got kind of this creative mind, and you know engineering mind and I went to work in the background while I'm flying and I, I do this business plan and I kind of put it away it's just my way of kind of exerting some of that energy right. like someone just piqued my curiosity and I put I literally put it away and then you go through these cycles of life and I meet Rosa mm-hmm. and uh, when I meet Rosa I was kind of in the dumps I was really in the dumps yes. uh, the economic crisis really mm-hmm. it really took a toll on me I, it was wiped me clean of all of my wealth and I was living in my sister's house sleeping on a couch for three months yeah it was pretty bad Um, and it was a turning point right I meet Rosa and she's kind of going through also a transition Mm -hmm. and when I meet her um, we decide to you know start a family and a life together pretty much start a family like our, we were we were no bs from the beginning so, so you like you knew what was what with if like, oh yeah there was no, well listen I'm, i mean i was already i was well in my mid-30s and i for me it was no bullshit okay right yeah. i was not i'm not 20 i'm not looking for like a good night's sleep i'm, I'm looking for something that very i have a, a different mindset i, have, I need a future. future i'm looking yeah. for something bigger and brighter and yeah. and and when i met her it really was that it was almost like an interview it was our first date it was our first date our first date we it it really was but it was it was fun 
but we we didn't have any barriers. We asked each other all the hard questions that normally you don't want to ask, or I think that people wait way too long to ask. That, that, that. We had we just didn't want to do that at the stage where we were. And our second date, we made sure that we wanted children in each other's future. And from then on, shortly after, we knew we wanted to have a family together. And that wow. was and that really was like the centerpiece of our relationship. It was like that's the most important thing that we wanted. We had our visions of our future were aligned. Right. You were working towards something that you both yeah, wanted. Yeah, but it had, it had nothing to do right. monetarily. No, 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 no. But I just mean like in general, you in had the general, same goals. Like, so yes. that's, goals. It. Like, that's yes. it. Right. Listen, my, I, I, I really want to have a family. Right. I'm at a point in my life where I, I want to be able to till the land, right? And have, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? And, and enjoy, enjoy like life in a different, in a different dimension. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and so that, like, that everything, really was, yeah, and like everything that we've done till now, we set our mind, we said, this is what we're going to do. And nine months later, I was pregnant. Oh. That's right. And during that transition, right. To answer his question of how did that sandwich start? Sandwich started with an idea that started seven years before I met her, but it was a completely different concept. Right? Really? It was, yes. it was, it was called Meltwitch. So Meltwitch. 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 And so he comes to me, um, once we knew we wanted to have a family, I believe I was, I was, uh, pregnant with London, um, or shortly before I became pregnant with London. Right before. He's like, you know, if we, if we're successful in having a family, I don't want to be traveling at that point. He was traveling I, yeah, a lot. I was, oh, traveling, well. I was, I was traveling way too much. I was, tra- I, I was traveling, I was traveling about 200 days a year. It was quite a bit. Damn. Yeah, it was, it was quite a bit. I think wrestlers travel less. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Damn. I've never really met a wrestler, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I've only met one. one <laughs> so, uh, I can, maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Uh, so, um, yeah. He, he says, you know, I, I have this idea that I've had in my back pocket. And so I'm like, okay, give it to me. Let's, let's hear it. <laughs> And so he. By know, the way, I have a lot of ideas, and they don't always stick. Right. That nothing that right. doesn't surprise me about you, though. Yeah. I feel no, no that you, that you always have a lot of ideas. I, I that, really, that, I really that, do, and they're like not all great ideas. Is, <laughs> like no, no, but I mean, you don't seem like somebody who's ever not thinking of some something. ideas, yeah, it's, like it's, something. It's, like, it yeah. keeps me up at night. Yeah. It irritates the shit out of my <laughs> friends, and it certainly irritates her. She's like, "Would you just sleep, please?" I, I can't. I got. I have an idea. She goes, "That idea sucks. Go to bed." Very much like what I told him when he told me the idea of Meltwitch. I was like, uh-huh. By the way, by this time I had it trademarked. Oh, so you were like, this is going to happen. No. In your, in your no, head, you're no, like, this is going to happen for, at some point. No, for me, I'm trained differently. I'm corporate. Yeah. Ah, okay. So I'm, I'm constantly chasing if I'm going to do something, and even if I believe in it or not, or other people, I'm always going to protect it. He immediately protects I have a, it. I have a vault of yes. nobody ideas. Else, nobody else is going to get it. <laughs> And I got yeah. it. Okay, yeah. okay. Danny owns a roster of domains <laughs> <laughs> that he's probably never going to use, but never. just in case. I don't know. But the day that a squatter comes <laughs> and wants it, they now said, you've got leverage. Listen, they said the same thing about Bitcoin. Now everyone wants to buy it. <laughs> right? Just saying. Just saying. He's a smart guy. That's the bottom line here, kids. <laughs> so uh, he, he pitched this idea to me, and I said, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. However, we live in Miami and we're Cuban. The roster was like, you know, uh, croque madames and croque messieurs. Mm, like, like I, I can make a, French. I can make a mean croque madame. Okay. I have but, no doubt. I can make a mean croque madame. He can't. But we're not French. <laughs> yes, we're Let's right. leave it to the French. 
French. They do a really good job oh, at I it. I make my own bechamel sauce, brother. Woo! Ah, I see. <laughs> but I Have you it. tried our mojo? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, he tells me, I says, you know, Miami really needs a really good Cuban sandwich shop. And he's like, you think so? And I'm like, just think about it. Is there anybody that really just focuses on Cuban sandwiches? Nobody's I mean, yes, you have the places we grew up going to that do a fine, good job of yeah, creating yeah. a Cuban sandwich. We grew up on them. But, right. Yeah. And, you know, but you have La Ropa Vieja and you have Raúl Encendillo and El Moro and, you know, but nobody really to, like, hone in and only focus on Cuban sandwiches. And so it left him thinking, of course. I said, just, you know. Fruit for thought. Right. You should consider. Which is the worst thing she could ever do. <laughs> you worst thing she could ever do. Because you have to realize, she's just getting to know me. <laughs> oh, so it's your own fault, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah she's exactly. really to understand. She kind of understands it. Like, listen, okay. I'm a, 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 kind of a backstory, right? We're so, year one, okay? We're still year That's one. True. You're yeah, getting yeah, to yeah, know yeah, each other. Understand. You're so the honeymoon When, phase, I, when right? I met her, so, you know, Rosa Rosa was in the legal field, but she, yeah. she, had, she had her side hustle, and her side hustle was makeup, and she was very, very good at it. And she had this creative idea mm -hmm. about this this uh you know beauty line that she had and i come from a marketing background so she says i you know it's kind of a stupid idea i'm like nothing stupid especially in beauty like you can never you can you can't imagine the the stupid ideas that are already in the market and people are making tons of money on right seriously i was like she show it to me and she showed me this thing this drawing it was not a drawing it was like a scribble on a it piece really of paper it really was but i didn't judge it for its i didn't judge it for its artistic value <laughs> the, idea. I, the idea i i judge it for its idea yes yeah. and so i literally took the idea i was like listen that's a really good idea and you know by that time you know i had friends and in, in buyers and in, in certain markets and i'm like if if we work to towards this we could really build a solid business out of this mm -hmm. and she's like you really think so i'm like yeah like this is it really had substance because if it was shit, I would have told her. I was like, you need to stop. Right, like, right. okay, yeah, it's not going to happen. Right. So, but it yeah, was solid. With, so I developed it. Within two weeks, he had a CAD drawing done. For, I think CAD, I cried when I saw it. You ran with it. He did a CAD for it. And then he's CAD. like, well, now we're going to go see the lawyer to patent the idea. Because, you know, it's... It, it, I'm telling you, the worst <laughs> idea you could ever do. And she's like, I tell just me. mentioned it in passing on a drink. <laughs> like, yeah. this is... And here we and are. And here we are in CAD. It's like, working model. <laughs> Right. Sixty days later, I'm I'm meeting with a with, with patent a, lawyer, with, with trademark, a trademark lawyer, attorney, um, who's filing everything that needs to be filed to protect <laughs> this idea that I. Have. So she's just she's getting to know like <laughs> at the veracity at which I, I work, right? If it's a good idea, wow. you, you you speed it up. So we go through this transition, and then and then it becomes sandwich. Right, and then so. After I tell him, you know, Cuban sandwich, just put it in his head. Cuban sandwiches, batidos, what could be better? Um, I come home from work every single day for the next two weeks and he's on the computer. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm making the menu. I'm creating the menu. I'm like, for what? <laughs> for the Cuban sandwich shop you told yeah. me about. <laughs> and he's got spreadsheets and costs and ingredients. And Jesus, man. It was an entire business plan. He had in like created, two weeks. In two weeks, created an entire business plan. And I'll let you in. The original, we had a little mascot for oh, what yeah. is known I today. I still Cal love it. I still. Have, I want to make a pin. So it wasn't originally called Sandwich. The oh, original no. Ooh, idea. Inside scoop here, guys. Yes, the original idea was República del Pan. Okay. <laughs> Not wah, wah. 
know. I was so excited for that name. Wait for again, it. Again, going back to great ideas, they're not always great. <laughs> The mascot was a little rooster. Holding a bread basket? Oh, I love it! <laughs> Holding a bread basket, yes. Okay, I'm behind the rooster with the bread basket. Because he has a hat? Well, of no, no, course. No. He has to accessorize. He, I'm sorry. <laughs> he looked like that rooster on Coyote, Bobby. Duh, he had to accessorize. I mean, like, what, a rooster's just gonna show up without a hat? What's exactly. wrong with you? Oh my God. I have to say. I'm glad you guys settled on sandwich because uh, I, I think what is it? República del del pan. Yes. It, 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 Just, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It falls as, flat. The, as the child of people who fled communism, <laughs> there's a little. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I I'm feeling a little like militaristic. I, 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 I I'm I, I I am a man of a lot of ideas, and I never said they were great. And, right. and it's, <laughs> you, that's true. But here, it's funny you pick but it up got on you that. Here. No, it's funny you pick up on that because he got the idea from a uh, a, a peso, a Cuban peso. Yeah, you, you kind of you, you want you want to really dig like right. okay historically how do I how do I brand it how do I think about the name and and in that creative process really incredible things happen because I'm a creative that isn't that egotistical creative. Right, there are people that are get easily offended because oh my god, like I've got like this great idea, and then people tell me it really sucks, and How you get like, "How dare you!" Like yeah. I worked on this for six months, and yeah. it's, it's like I'm so sorry you wasted six Whereas months of your for life. For me, for me, I'm a creative, but because most of most of my training took place in a corporate environment that measured that creativity, I was able to silence the ego. Right, right. You're right. able to look and say, "Okay, hold on a second." It's a great idea, but is it marketable? Is it in the right positioning? Does it have the right, right price right. point? I'm looking at it from a different lens. So I have this great idea, and she's criticizing it. I'm not getting offended. I'm like, okay, it's a great idea. I like the mascot, but is it really worth pursuing? And so in that com- in that conversation, mm-hmm. you know, we have other creatives, and yes. I will always say it. It'll go down in the history books that Sandwich is not named by me. It was named yep. by another creative. Yes, mm-hmm. and a in very that com- good friend of ours. A very good friend of ours, and. And it's incredible when you're able to open yourself up for criticism, mm-hmm. for genuine criticism, right? Right. Beautiful things happen because now you invite people at that frequency to help you develop rather than help you like like suppress you. They're, no, they're lifting not, they're you. They're not just pasándote la mano. No, either. like by, by just agreeing with you and being like, yeah, 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 it's great, yeah, it's it great, like a great it's idea. a great idea, and like, no, it's not. But they're not going to tell you. They're not going to try. Right. And again, it's all about being constructive. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a way to do it. It's it's supportive, not suppressive. Right. Right. Well, like and so we're talking to, and his name is Align. He's a creative human being. He's he, he runs a, a successful creative Brand agency. Brand company. Yeah. And and he, we had this conversation, and he was like, "Listen, bro, I think it really sucks. Like, you can't do this, right?" And he he had something that uh, was he very and his and his wife, who's also his business partner, were working on that was very mm-hmm. similar. The names were very similar. And he says, you know, it kind of hits a little too close to home. And, you know, I think you should consider another name. And we're like, well, he's like, well, what? I don't know. What do you, like, what? What do you think? What do you think? He goes, and he's you should like, call a sandwich. That's call it. a sandwich. Bobby, it was like, Done. it was like Moses had parted the seas. <laughs> and you can see the pearly gates. And you're like, holy shit. It's right in front of you all along. That's it's it. right there. Yeah. And so that really is, that really is how... The evolution of sandwich and how sandwich became sandwich, right? Yeah. 
I mean, I will never forget the first time I encountered you guys was mm. at a Miracle on the Mile. Wow. Maybe... You took it back. Three or four years ago? I'm making it... 2017. Well, I don't know I'm, what year. Maybe, maybe 2017. Yeah, because yeah, it was two years in a row, 2017 and 18. It was like right before you guys opened the the, the container. container. Yeah. Okay, 2017. Oh, yeah, 17. That was our, I that remember was our second show. Waiting 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, you're lucky. <laughs> I, well, I live in the Gables, so here, yeah, I was a little earlier. I remember waiting 40 minutes for a pan con lechon. Yeah, man. And talking to both of you while we were waiting and talking in line or whatever, and the minute that I heard the name, I was like. Oh my God, I don't even know these people and I want them to have so much success based just on the name. Thank you. Because it is so like, again, to your point, it's like, it's... It's relatable. Duh. Yes. Duh. Yeah. We all grew up calling it sandwich. Sandwich. You know? And, and like, honestly, from that moment forward, I was like, I will follow them to the ends of the earth if I have to. He was follower number one. <laughs> We didn't have many, man. We were, no. we were, and it was back in those days. We're like, man, we really need to like do something with our Instagram, right? Yeah. Well, you can't I, say that anymore. You no. guys are a force to be reckoned with. I remember, and and all, I'm proud to say, all very organic. I will never yeah. forget. We did yeah. Coconut Grove Art Festival was our first festival, and I think we started the festival with like. 200 followers and that's just like yeah, friends and like oh, please follow me and yeah, please yeah, yeah. follow me and you want to at that point like follow every high school person even though you've never spoken to them in I don't know how many years because you want them to follow you and back. it's crazy <laughs> to think that even in the timeline of like social media like even then it was like very Instagram was very Insta, that was like that was like the that it was yeah, yeah. that was the infancy it I really mean, was it really was it, it really we're was. only talking what six years ago yeah it wasn't it wasn't long at all yeah. long at all um, and we were so excited, and I remember at the end of uh, Carnival on the Mile, which is when you met us, which is really just two and a half weeks from one festival to another, we had like 2,000 followers. 2,002, I think, wow. was exactly the number. We were ecstatic. We were so happy. We're like, we really I mean, have we something were, here. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. You did. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly, you did. So, I mean, you guys, it, it, what I find most fascinating about, about the story, and obviously we'll, we'll, we'll get into the sandwich of it all, is, and you touched on it, Danny, whereas you guys had these whole other careers, mm -hmm. and you basically, obviously supporting each other, mm -hmm. got to the point where you were like, no, we're going to pursue something else. We're going to pursue something that makes us happy. We're going to pursue something that is ours. And I freaking love that. Like, I think that's like the, the best takeaway of your story because it's like you very easily could have just kept going down i mean yeah you'd be traveling more than a wrestler but you know it's <laughs> but you could have kept on that path you know and i to me i just got i'm just you know totally just derailing the whole thing just to say like i no, love I that think, part I, of the story because I think when, when you it's think, inspirational you when guys you think are about, inspiring you know i hear a lot of people talk about the things they want to do and i am i am a proponent of doing the things that you're happy doing mm -hmm. and not sacrificing that for the sake of Money and a good health insurance policy. It's very easy to be quote unquote realistic and be like, you have to understand. You have to understand. To. You have to understand. I had a six figure salary when I met Rosa, and and I was able to do things then that I'm kind of still unable to do today, mm -hmm. right? And I understood what the value of money, and I understood what the power of self is, and so oh. work is as much a source of dignity as it is a source of of, of income. So for me, I didn't want to place that value on gaining a salary because the worst that could happen if we ever, if, if this ever did fail, mm -hmm. 
right? And right. there was a very good chance another Cuban sandwich shop in Miami is a yeah. good chance yeah. that I was going to fail. Right. Well, what's the worst that's going to happen? I have to dust my resume off and get another corporate True. job and get a six-figure income? Go back to work. Actually, it'd probably be a blessing in that case, yeah. right? Get back on LinkedIn and call yeah, it a day. Yeah, because I'll, like, yeah. I'll, have, I'll have health insurance. I've got, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. So um, we, I, I learned what it was to be happy and, and, and put in motion the things that could help you become happy and drive that happiness amongst your family and friends and, mm. and you're in a circle and it worked. Yeah. It worked. I, re I remember that moment too where we sat down and because here we had two options, right? Yeah. Now we have the cosmetic, which right. I'll say the name. Which I, which I still believe, which I still believe could be a huge success. Right. So do I because she's gorgeous. Aww, she's beautiful. Thank you. And yeah, and she doesn't need makeup. So, so, you know, and you see as much as, as much as you see, I, you see I, the beauty, yeah. I see the beauty inside of her, which is different. Aww. Well, that comes out too, but I'm also speaking as somebody who's seen this gorgeous woman she's on the line she's at the shop, making sudando, a sandwich. and she's still gorgeous. <laughs> it's, it's almost insulting yeah. how, pr how pretty you are, yeah. even a sudando in, you know, stop, in the middle guys, of the day. Stop. Okay. <laughs> We're digressing. <laughs> So uh, here we have the option. He says, you know, we have these two really good ideas. And there's rosy cheeks on one hand mm -hmm. and there's sandwich. <clears throat> and we said, do we go left or do we go right? Do we go left or do we go right? And, you know, to get into the beauty industry is extremely expensive. Yeah, that's true. Um, you need a lot of capital to get in. And we said, you know, we could sign up for a festival. Danny came home one day saying, you know, it doesn't have to be a brick and mortar. Let's right, just right. get our feet wet and maybe do festivals and, and join the festival circuit. And we were honest with each other and we said, you know, I think the most realistic um, idea is for us to, to go with sandwich and that's what we'll do. And, and it really was like speed to market. So that's in, true. And if, if I was able to test something and see if it works, the, the least passive path of resistance would have been sandwich. The other avenue would have taken me a little longer because it's it's testing. It's it's developing models. Yeah, there's a lot of chemicals and it's, yeah, and then yeah, going yeah. to a buyer. So the length of time it would have taken. So if sandwich had failed, I would have easily jumped onto rosy cheeks, right? But rosy cheeks, I would have never done first because so, you, you the, the lead time was too long. Because if rosy yeah, yeah. cheeks yes. would have failed, it would have been a year of our time. Whereas right. sandwich would have been months. Right, three months so, or whatever. Yeah, let's just try this right. first. And if it works, great, we'll continue. Right. And if we're able to build something successful, then one day we'll probably visit Rosy Chicks. Yeah. And maybe we will. Maybe we will. Listen, I, I'm seeing this man's eyes like, the, I can see the machine I can't wait to share with you the, 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 the eyes. I have it in a vault. <laughs> <laughs> in a vault. Oh my God. Uh, so I gotta say though, you, you know, you talk a lot about like the like happiness, right? And mm -hmm. and that, that doing this brings you joy. And I have to say, it really does come across when you, when you walk into your shop. Thank like, you. There is just actually I think I told you guys this before and I don't I, I think I said it on DM so I don't know who I was speaking to, mm -hmm. but there was literally a day where I just had a completely you had a shitty day. Shitty, it was you, a shitty day. Mm -hmm. It was one of those days that. where it was shitty, mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to sandwich and just, just I'm that. hungry. I'm just gonna go. I walked out of there so happy. Like it was just there was just you guys made me happy. Thank like you. not your food. You like the, the the existence of the vibe that's in there. I can't explain it. I can't put it into words other than to say it comes through. 
Thank you. Thank in, you. In, in, in the walls. I don't know. It's just, yeah. No, thank I, you. I think that's what we, we, from the beginning, we always knew that we wanted to do something different, you know, aside from the ingredients and the food. But, you know, we've obviously been dining for years, and, and there was a sometimes uh, an atmosphere that for us was missing, right, mm -hmm. for your casual dining experience. And I think we knew from the beginning we wanted Sandwich to be different. We wanted to be a place of excitement and joy, and we wanted to create a culture that wasn't commonly experienced in fast casual restaurants, you know, right, and right. QSRs. For us, it was really important to kind of create, along with the food, create the atmosphere. It was about the music that you were listening to, the smell, yeah. you know, the laughter. Sandwich, when, when it gets packed, we raise the music. Oh, I know. On I've purpose. Been there. We want people yeah. to kind of almost yell to get, it's, you know. It's a party. <laughs> yeah. We enjoy that. Sometimes we'll walk in and, and we haven't reached, you know, if it's like 10 45, 11 o'clock in the morning, we haven't reached that peak hour. And the music is just kind of like mellow, nice, and <laughs> soft. And if it starts to get packed and the, the, um, our playlist is still like on one of those, like, Relax, Cuban morning. old school songs. Yeah, crank it up here, and then yeah. we'll definitely <clears throat> crank it up and go a little bit further down on that music list. Because for us, honestly, how we make people feel before they even come in contact with our food <coughs> is extremely important. Um, for us, we knew that our goal was never to get people through the door that first time. Our goal was to make sure that they kept coming back. And we tell this to our to our team all the time. You know, getting them here is great. Can right? Keep but getting them to return That's makes the all the difference in the world. There was there was um <clears throat> another chef in Miami that was interviewed and and we caught the podcast and he said he said something that really struck a chord with me. And he said you know, if I can get my customers back here three times a year, I'm a successful restaurant. And I looked over at Rosa and I'm like, our customers come back three times a week. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel a little seen and judged by that statement, right. sir. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right. <laughs> I'm like, and that and that is a sense of community. And I'll tell you something is that I lived I lived in Westfield, New Jersey for for many years and and there was a little it's a chain, right? But it was an independently owned franchise, okay. right? Called Manhattan Bagel. Mm -hmm. And right there, right, right on Westfield Avenue. And her name was Caroline. And Caroline, the moment I had a Honda Element, man, back in the day when the, Honda, when the elements were like the shit, right? <laughs> it was a four by four. I had the panoramic sunroof. Like it was the shit. And I remember, it's almost like she saw my car coming into the driveway. Because the moment that I walked in, she said, "Hey, good morning, Danny. How are you? Your poppy seed bagel with, with uh, you know, oh, wow. uh, bacon and and eggs sunny side up, yeah. is ready with your large hazelnut coffee. You're ready to go." Baba, I walked in, and listen, it was back then. This is 2002, 2003. Okay. Where I'm paying 11.50 for a fucking bagel and a cup of coffee. That's mm -hmm. a lot of money. Yes, sir. I did it every day. I did it every day because I remember what it was to be connected with another human being. Yeah. Yeah. And being appreciated, and I think, and there comes a point in time where money is no longer the object; it becomes a connection. Where she valued the exchange of energy, she yeah. valued the fact that I was giving her twelve dollars for a bagel, poppy seed bagel, extra toasted, 
with two slices yeah. of, of bacon and just exactly the way I wanted it with my hazelnut coffee, black, no cream, no sugar. Yeah. Like it was- You weren't a transaction. I was you never, a I, was, I was a person, Yeah. right? Yeah. And, and in fact, I was so much of a person that I didn't pay her every day. She kept my tab open. Oh wow. So every week, but Friday, Saturday, whenever it was, hey wow. Danny, should I charge you? Yeah, charge it all. It was right, whatever, right. $100, <laughs> go for it, right? But there was that connection with another person that really made a difference for me. And I think that we have failed, we have failed to recognize someone else's energy into our space, right? We just see them as a number. Oh, another customer coming in and just buying a Cuban sandwich. No, it's quite the opposite. For me, I have to work really fucking hard mm -hmm. to make sure I make the best Cuban sandwich so I can give you the energy you're giving me and giving you to a return. I have a responsibility towards it. I have to responsibility towards your name, towards your person, to your family, to your dog. Like I have a responsibility to that. Yeah. And I think that most restaurant tours fail to understand that they're too busy looking at at a you know a plate and 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 tweezers and curating this beautiful mm -hmm. thing and not understanding who you're doing it for. Right. Really you understand. You know, like this whole plating bullshit for me is as I, I listen, I've traveled all all around the world and I appreciate right. I appreciate very high cuisine. I appreciate the work that goes into making something and, yeah. at a very top level. But but I think what I appreciate the most is what it really does to me, how it that connects, how you connect with me, right. right? And I think what we have always set out to do is despite the fact that we've set out to do something, the best Cuban sandwich, <clears throat> which I personally think we do. Um, I think what we do better than anybody, anywhere, is that we're able to connect with you in a way that nobody can. I would agree. I wouldn't be sitting here across from you right now Thank if that you. wasn't true. Yeah. I mean, let, let's, let's be it's honest. That, it's that important to us. Yeah, I think you would definitely have an amazing meal in front of you and it be ruined by bad service. And you can have a mediocre or good meal in front of you and it'd be absolutely the best meal you've had all month because right. of the service. Yeah, no, and it goes a long way because there are times where just look, by virtue of life in itself, everybody has a bad day, both on both sides of that, of of that service, right? If you know that you go somewhere and you always have a great experience, you know what? You go to that one time and somebody's off or something is out or, you know, blah, blah, you're more likely to be like, you know what? I'm, I'm in a good place anyway. You yeah. know, you're, 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 yeah. you're, you enjoy the atmosphere that you're in. Um, you know, you mentioned community, and I do want to get to what the initiatives that you guys are, are, are working towards to sure. really give back to the community. Sure. But before I do that, I do want to bring up one little anecdote because I love to hear this story. And yeah. so you're Mr. Creativity. Yeah. You've got the vision. And that is why you basically put the entire design together for the restaurant. I did. With the exception of the bathroom. The bathroom. <laughs> this thing is gonna haunt me. Yes, it should. It's haunting. It should. And I want you to share bathroom. that story because I love I genuinely love that story. By the way, it's one of my it's favorite like, spaces. Yeah. So if anybody has follows it's, us, it's my golden throne. They know that many people take selfies in the bathroom. Yes, they do. Well, a good so, bathroom, not every bathroom. No, in our bathroom. No, in your bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. In our bathroom, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't think she's talking about all bathrooms yeah, in general. Like, <laughs> no, just talking about the one I designed. Yeah. Dropping a Taco Bell and drop yeah, a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's, uh, it's pretty funny because, you know, Daniel, like you said, being the creative person that he is, uh, has, a has a background in design yeah. and 
you know, he knows about all the colors and shapes and he's talked to me about like all these colors. I'm like, oh, what is that? He's like, that's a color. I'm like, no, it's not. She's like, I believe you, cerulean is a thing. Taupe is not a color. Yeah. He's like, it's a shade of purple and lilac. I'm like, no, it's just purple. (laughs) I have no idea. Do you see this beige, honey? It's it's on a little green tone. No, it's beige. No, No, honey, it's got a green tone under. You're not seeing it. I'm like, you're right. I'm not seeing it. It's Freaking beige, but whatever. It's his background, so he's got an eye that I just don't. Nothing afuera. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I'm losing my eyesight now. She can't argue with me. I'm beige anymore. It's fucking beige. Exactly. <laughs> so he, I come home one day and he's like, "All right, I've got it. Check it out. These are the colors. Um, this is, you know, fast forward. We've already done the shipping container and we're opening up our brick and mortar. I know. So do me we. Too. Um. Are you know here we are going into our brick and mortar and so he's got the tile picked out the chairs the colors on the walls I mean everything and he lays it all out the the sconces everything and he's like look at all these details and and you know what do you think and I'm like it's nice Oof. obviously my comment you fell short of what he was expecting it's nice. I you hear the pitch I, I picked up on the uptick <laughs> yeah it's it's nice. like, yeah. He's like, well, what's wrong? I was like, I mean, it's nice, but you have it all planned out. You haven't even asked for my opinion. Yeah, it was done. You haven't even consulted with me. Yeah, you're just like, this is what our restaurant's going to look like. He's like, okay, well, I mean, what would you change? And and I sat there for a minute. I'm like, nothing. <laughs> Men, if you're listening to this... <laughs> Do you suggest they try this? Because I wouldn't. And I don't even have a wife. And I wouldn't suggest it. So I'm just saying. So, you know, I was like, I wouldn't. What do you do here? It's really nice, you know? But it would have been nice, even nicer, had you asked me for my opinion before you picked everything. And so he says, I'll make you a deal. I haven't gotten to the bathrooms. You could make you could design the bathrooms it'll be all up to you go for it i said okay and, and by the way parentheses you have to understand bathrooms are really important okay it's not like i'm just like shrugging her off i'm like listen to me like, oh okay. we spend a lot of time there make sure that, it's fucking know, beautiful you know what i didn't even think about it from that context i was like yeah. well of course you want a pretty bathroom i mean no no, no no we want but i didn't think of it of like important like the weight of Come the on, you want a pretty bathroom right because we spent we're gonna spend 18 hours of our day there yeah, because i wasn't thinking about it from your perspective yeah i was thinking like, about it from my perspective i'm there for like an hour or yeah, so no, and then no, i'm no. gone and you know but how know. important how is how refreshing is it to go into a bathroom where you can actually like touch the handlebar oh i've taken pictures on there right or not like <laughs> kick the door with your foot like, yeah exactly yeah. i don't, like I don't feel gross yeah, yeah you don't feel yeah. gross like you have to take a shower after you yeah bathroom. no silkwood shower afterwards <laughs> no exactly right so it comes with a great responsibility and so I said, okay, just take the bathroom and see I, what you do with and it. And I did, and I took it on. I promised him that my bathrooms were going to be nicer than the in the rest of the restaurant. And sure enough, it was funny because once I picked the wallpaper and the tile and how I wanted right. it, and it was all done. And people, you know, when we all finally opened our doors for the grand opening, the selfie started to come in in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, aha! Had you gotten my opinion on the restaurant, maybe <laughs> the selfies the would be all I still stand, over. The I still stand by the fact that the restaurant is beautiful. It, it is, it and, is, it is, it is. and it is. we did a great job, and the bathrooms are definitely gorgeous. 
It is. it is. And I have to say, when we first went there, my boyfriend came out of the bathroom because yeah. he has a bladder the size of like a 90-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, oh, you have to go to the bathroom. It's really pretty. And I was like, okay, well, okay. before I leave, because I'm, I'm an adult human who only pees every so often, not like you, I'll, I'll go. Yeah. It is crazy. It's it crazy is when you're like, you're walking. We work, obviously, we work and play and we do so much. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And when you're hearing the customers like, you gotta go to the, they're eating their sandwich. <laughs> Have you been to the bathroom? <laughs> and I think it was like it's still like incredible, it's like fun. how incredible, how, how important a bathroom really is. That's yeah. how a testament to your bathroom that they it's, don't mind talking about the bathroom while they're eating. While they're eating, <laughs> I, you know, and most people put that on a on a billboard hello, somewhere. Hello. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and and listen, we have a small restaurant and we have two tables that are close to the bathroom, and most people will never. They're like, I don't want to sit next to the bathroom. I will sit in the bathroom next to the bathroom. I'll sit in the bathroom and eat my Cuban sandwich. I I'm totally fine with it. I forget it's there. Yeah, exactly. Well, I forget yeah. it's there. Yeah, exactly. So, as I mentioned, you know, you guys are, are you're very community based. I think yeah, that's just like number one. And that can take many forms, obviously. Mm -hmm. and, and I course. think you guys have done all of them. Um, yeah, but I know you have a, a new initiative coming, coming up that really yeah. is about, at the bare bones of it, it is giving back in, yeah. I think, every sense of the word. So yeah. can, you, can you tell us a little bit more about that? So I think we, we should talk about the backstory a little bit, right? Absolutely. Because I yeah. think that yeah, this was – so we all have initiatives, right? I think as a community, as a, as a, as a brand, we, we have certain initiatives that we want to eventually grow into. And one of them was to develop a community outreach program. But you have to realize that we're a community – we're a Cuban sandwich shop. And we're only 734 square feet. So some of these initiatives are a little bigger than our ability to produce. For now. For now. <laughs> For now. I mean, we have the aspiration of doing things great. And we are working towards that, right? We're building the building blocks of that, the pavement to help us get there, right? But it's, it's a slow and arduous road. Um, but you always have the aspiration of being able to support the community that supported us in this transition because it hasn't been easy. Especially I mean, last year with COVID, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, COVID was a silver lining for us. There was there was definitely its advantages and disadvantages for us. It was a point of growth. Um, I, I can't say it was a bad year. Um, it was a year. It was a year of, of personal growth for us. It was a year to help put things in perspective because Rose and I were working ourselves down to the knuckles. And I, I don't think that's really something that we recognize at the moment, right? It was really scary. Your twenty twenty was scary for everyone, right, but right. in retrospect and looking back, we realize. This, we see the silver lining in all of it. I, I had a, I have a different I have a different opinion on that only because I feel like 2008 was such an an, an, an impactful year for me mm -hmm. as a business that I panicked. Okay. And with COVID hit, I did it. I had a, a real sense of calm. People were flipping out. Yeah. And I told everybody, chill the fuck out. Just 
chill. Like, let's relax. Let's let's understand. Let's process. Right, right. Let's prepare. And see, we had, I, I, I fortunately enough, those experiences have allowed me to prepare more for those moments. Right. It helped me prepare financially. It helped me prepare the business. Mm-hmm. And so when that hit, I was I was calm. We closed for for six weeks. We paid all of our employees. Wow, that's great. So we were like, let's just relax. Let's see what ha- what's happening. Right, 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 right. I think things were moving at such a rapid pace that it didn't allow us to process information. Mm-hmm. So it gave us six weeks of processing. And those six weeks of processing of understanding what's happening worldwide allowed us to synchronize our mm-hmm. personal goals. Right. And understand what we need to do to kind of like chill a little bit because we were working 18 hours a day. Every day, wow. oh seven days a week, Before, we were working. We were working ourselves enough. Before, Not to mention but, two little kids. Yeah, and, and raising yeah. two so, children. So you don't have time off, like no. at the end of the day, because it's when you're home. Yeah, it, you, it's got to be on them. Yeah. I will never forget. <clears throat> Before COVID. Our hours obviously were different. We closed at nine and at ten o'clock at night. And I remember those nights where we'd close at ten o'clock at night. We'd be in there a good two and a half hours oh, cleaning, yeah. right? Because you got to clean after, yeah. We have to yeah. clean after, pick up. We at that point, you know, we were a, a fairly new business. We were doing everything ourselves. Wow. We didn't have the Sintas of the world bringing us, you know, shiny clean towels every single week. <laughs> we were and, washing our own and, towels and air freshener for the bathroom. We were doing yeah. all that ourselves wow. and. I remember Daniel would call me when I when I was my turn to close, and I'd be leaving the restaurant at one o'clock in the morning, exhausted, one thirty in the morning, tired. Um, Typically, you're on your feet all day. It's all day. Like, this is there, coming there were, in. There from, were days that Rosa were walking in the house at six o'clock in the morning. I, we did have a couple of times be, when we let's say we're running short and we needed to make mm-hmm. more pickles or no yeah because you also have to prep for the next day we have to prep it, it's, again for the next it's, day. it's you know it's, it's a it's a mom and pop shop right? right so like there's nobody to delegate it and be like i'll pick it up tomorrow right and yeah. we have a great team that's always supported us from the beginning but there's only so much that you can ask right. of the people that are helping you through this right at, at some point you've just got to do it yourself and so I remember like those gruesome nights where I was exhausted. I'd get home and I forget, right? We were washing our own towels, kitchen towels at home in our She'd washer. Forget them in the car. I'd forget oh them God. in the car. And the following oh morning I'd get up and I'd open the car door oh and my the God. stench it smells like you stepped oh in a swamp. My God, it would hit me in the face and I'm like, I forgot the Fuck. towels in the back seat. And then we don't have any towels for the restaurant. So, so that's a to, double whammy, really. So we had to run to Jetro, get new oh towels. No, no, it's a- it was horrible. I will never write. So this <laughs> is what we were experiencing yeah, yeah. when COVID hit and it really kind of stopped us in our tracks. I'm like, you need to slow down. It was like the universe saying, "Take a breath." Yes, take a take a take a deep breath. Let's analyze things. Stay home, tranquilita, for a little while. We bought a boat. Like it was great. We did. <laughs> I, it took us two hours. We'd have to get up really early to take it out in the marina in the morning. Great. But nonetheless, but we're able to go. Relax. We had it. <laughs> so I think I think so. In order to understand why we're doing what we're doing, you have to understand the past. Absolutely. Right. So here we are. We've okay. We've put in our ten thousand hours. As, as, as professionals mm-hmm. to be able to develop this brand and to do what is needed to build the brand mm-hmm. and to make it the brand that we feel is recognizable right. right nowadays. And so we feel we have a responsibility to the community that support us even through the ups and downs. Not gonna um, lie, I felt 
very proud watching you two on CNBC. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Not gonna lie. And yeah, uh, you know, Marcus. Marcus is a self-made individual. Yeah, um, he's he's our friend, mm -hmm. uh, and Marcus um, has been our advisor. Has mm -hmm. been a, 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 our acoustic tile, right? When we have been moments of despair and. Because we all go through as entrepreneurs, I think that you know I have my experiences, but I think he's like ten years ahead of me. Yeah, he right? came, he came into our life. Uh, I want to say January of two thousand twenty, right before COVID. January two thousand twenty. Oh, wow. Right before. Right, right before. before COVID, yeah. and it was total surprise. Yeah, they they reached out to us. They wanted to do a story. They were doing a story, The Street of Dreams, which is a new mm -hmm. series he had that came out, and yeah. he was um, going all around the United States, picking like iconic streets in the yeah. United States. And what those streets meant to the community where they were, and so he was doing. He did Cayocho, yeah. Little Havana, which was amazing. And he, <laughs> they, they reached out to us, said they wanted to do a story. We obviously <laughs> welcomed it with open arms, and yeah, he came in. What you see with Marcus is what you get. An literally, like what you see on camera. That's is exactly him. the that person is, you get right behind the scenes. It is not a character. It's not. <clears throat> it is. That is who he is. Okay. Um, and so talking to him was always very easy. He came, heard our story. Since then, you know, COVID hit. He followed up with us. How are you guys doing? Really? He, gra he grabbed yes. my phone. He says, whenever you need anything, call me. And I'm, Before and I, I left. And I've always, we've always, we're, we're professionals in, in a sense where we really measure ourselves, right? Yeah. We don't, I don't just call. I mean, if I had to pick up the phone and call people, I can. Right. But we don't because we understand that there's there's a line that you right. can't yeah, just yeah. cross, right? Yeah, I'm the and same so, way. Like, I, I, sometimes you it's measure like, yourself. I, I have this person's number, but it's like... Do I want it? Should I use no. it? No, I mean, no, if I had to pick up the phone now, Bobby, I can make a call. Right. But, yeah, but I but don't I'll... because I think that's that the power of restraint and the power of, the real power of right, power. Right. And so we meet Marcus and we've had many opportunities to engage, but we don't because I think that we feel that Rose and I have the wherewithal to be able to face the challenges that right. you are before this, us. Bro. We do. We're good. <laughs> it's, We're good. I, yeah, a, I mean, it comes with its struggles, but, but it we believe in ourselves and we understand that, that with growth comes struggle and we're right. going to get through it, right? Because right. from the beginning, if you know our story, it was never easy for us. Um, even from our shipping container days, it was very difficult. Um, so Marcus came into our life. He followed up with us during COVID. It was asked us how we were doing, which we were taken Shocked. back. That seems to your point of like, it's just who he is. It's like just, that, because yes. I, I, I guess to the average person, they see him as like a quote unquote host, right? right? So it's like, I can't imagine like, I mean, this is Tremo, but like, you know, Oprah Winfrey just being like picking up a phone and just being like <laughs> to the average person she's interviewed. Yeah. Like, right. hey, how are you doing? You I know doing? COVID's really rough right now. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not disparaging Oprah because I don't want to get canceled. Yeah. But, <laughs> I, but you know, I, I'm just saying like, it, that, that's wow. You yes. know, like that he just, yes. it's, it's a humbling experience. He felt that. I'll never yes. forget. I'll never forget. I was bathing my kids and I'm, I, you know, I bathing my kids and Rose is still at the restaurant and we tag team, right? Those are the days we were tag teaming. It was my turn to take care of the kids and feed them and put them to bed and do everything that dad needs to do. And I put my phone down on top of the toilet because the toilet is right next to the, you know, the top of it. And I, I'm bathing my child and I see Marcus calling me. And I'm like, okay, hold on a second. I got a decision to make. Finish bathing my children. <laughs> Or answer this fucking call. Oh, it's like a social And I, I swear to God, I'm like, Marcus, I gotta call you back. <laughs> <laughs> I got two girls here. I gotta finish bathing, man, and get them fed. And dad duty's priority. And dad duty's priority. And so 
um, that really was kind of like the, the the thing that like that spindle that just kept yeah. us so, in communication. Uh, and, COVID happened. He came and uh, Marcus visited us and. He walked in. I'll never forget. And he walked. Well, by the way, by the way, he's always spontaneous. He always yes. calls. Oh, really? Yes. Jesus Christ! I mean, I, Mar- Marcus, if you're listening to this, I love you, but Jesus, like, give me, give me a little bit of warning. All right, more than twelve hours. He's like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm like, I'm at the restaurant. Where would I be? He's like, great, I'm gonna. He's like, great, by. I'll see you. I'll see you in the morning. And I'm thinking, like, right. okay, I'm gonna see him. And Daniel's like, Marcus is coming by. I'm like, he's gonna come eat. Oh my goodness. Hey, okay, cool, great. Man. Right? You know? You're excited. You're excited, awesome. you know? It's, it's a buddy coming around. And you have to right? realize, as many times as we've spoken to him on the phone, it really was the second time we've met him in person. Oh, okay, okay. So it was the second it's time different. we were going to see him. It's, it's a different, we're, listen, we're building a relationship, and it's right. the second time. Yeah, I'm excited. Of course I'm excited. Right. So yeah. I'm going to be there. And, and then all of a sudden... He walks, he walks, and he's like, hey! And right behind him comes A-Rod, and I'm like, hey! And cameras and shit, I'm like, what is going on? Like, you just said you were visiting it. I wanted to make you a Cuban sandwich. <laughs> You're getting croquetas ready. He's yeah, got like, come on, food. guys. It's... Yeah. And so Marcus came into our lives almost at this point. We were talking weekly, every two weeks. Wow. And so he took a deeper interest in us, and we got to know him as an individual. Um, I mean, shit, I'll never forget when he's like on his elliptical machine calling me, you know, <laughs> you know telling me, giving me fucking advice. And, it's, and, it's, and it was, it was humbling incredible. for me. He really under- became a, men- a mentor. He did. He became a mentor and a friend. And, um, and then he took a, a financial interest in our business. And so uh, Rose and I accepted. We said, uh, Marcus, I think if we want to do achieve the things we want to achieve, I think let's be honest with ourselves. We do need the financial wherewithal to do it. And we need the proper like committee of people to help us right. get us there. Which is a crazy conversation to have with someone who's at achieved that, a, a certain level of success, yeah. right? Yeah. Believing in us and the ability in us. I remember we'd hang up the phone and Daniel and I would look at each other thinking, did that just happen? Like, we'd have to pinch ourselves, right? Because, yeah. you know, we're, we're three years young and to th- we would Nama? never, ever. <laughs> really? I feel, I'm not lying. It feels like forever, right? I feel like you have been in my life forever. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, shit. Good. Like, Good. Just three well, years, I guess, really? I guess, I guess, cousin. Have you been my cousin for well, that I guess long? Yeah, really? That's a clear <laughs> Three years as a brick and mortar. Okay, we did okay, have okay, the the okay. festival and shipping container time, but so no, it's been a little bit longer. Yeah, but four years, really. yeah. But it's, it's we're going to celebrate our three years anniversary in in Cali At the Ocho. brick and mortar, yes. Yeah, and not long. And it was we'd really we'd hang up, and every time we spoke to him, the conversations got better and better, and I, it was it was humbling and incredible and emotional and, and empowering. I think empowering. I yes. think we got we got we got out of those conversations not feeling like we need someone else's advice. Mm-hmm. I think he empowered us to believe in ourselves, in ourselves. to yeah. do what we always knew all along. Yeah, was it, right. It, it was kind of impre- made you feel like you weren't crazy. Yes, it to was. Want, yeah, to like, want to do these things. Like he, he looked at us like, yeah, great job. It's a fucking great idea. Like, really? Like, okay. I remember asking him like, hey, why me? He goes, because you have the power within yourself to do exactly what I've done all my life. It's as simple wow. as that. Just, just do it. Like you're, you're holding yourself back from greatness. And a lot of times that's the, the hardest first step. A lot of people do a lot of this. A lot of right. And to take that first step. And just be like, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Rose and I took a step. And that step led us to basically poverty. We have to understand that Rose and I were on food stamps. 
My girls were on Medicaid. We are the girls were on our Medicaid. I I have never asked my friends for money ever, mm-hmm. ever. Even when I had thirty eight dollars to my name when Rosa met me, and I remember being at the restaurant <laughs> and I'm the whole thing was demolished and I'm sitting over a, a, a bucket, five gallon bucket, and I'm weeping on the floor and I'm like. I don't know how I'm going to give my daughter milk tomorrow. Right. And I have to make a call that I've never made. And that, that's a moment of truth, right? How far are you really willing to go yeah. for your happiness? And I think that was a moment for us. It was a moment was like, I'm willing to eat fucking dirt. Yeah, those are our shipping And I had two days. kids. Like, the people say, I have kids. I'm like, I had two newborns. Yeah, not even like 15 no, year olds yeah, no, no. to send off to be yeah, like, bad boys. Go work at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Like this yeah. is like, we had two newborns, like yeah. short of breastfeeding. We were, we were at that point where like, I can't, we can't mess this up. Yeah. We had, we had, uh, we had to shut down the shipping container. Um, the city stupid actually, city the, the city actually, it's, it's, you know, bureaucracy. They, uh, they served us with a, with, they wanted an order to either, confiscate or demolish the structure mm-hmm. oh, wow. and i remember three days later after receiving that notice watching you know news it was like that six o'clock news and they were in front of um a crack house that they had gone to court and got it demolished they got an order to demolish and i stood there crying saying the city is comparing our business to a crack house because they were trying to do the exact same thing right. to us and i thought that's how, how could you, right, you know? Right. Um, and so it was a very difficult moment. We had no choice, obviously, than to pack up our things. Yeah. Um, I think that was the first time that we came encounter with giving back to the community. We had all of this food in place and we wanted, obviously not just going to throw it away and we just don't have enough family and friends <laughs> to give all that food to. So we said, you know, how can we give back? And we found, um, the envy foundation, which is an incredible foundation, um, that focuses on leadership in our youth and our community mm-hmm. and bullying and suicide prevention, mm-hmm. which is, oh, wow. and what is it? it's envy, like envy, national voices, and they, we paired up with them. We gave up all our food. We asked people to donate. They did, mm-hmm. and it went directly to the Envy Foundation. Um, but we packed up. We were home, and we, I remember day in and day out, Daniel and I would go to the city. We'd talk to all the leaders, the zoning director, the zoning assistant director, the building director. We sat in their offices. What do we have to do? We'd go over. we we it was a labyrinth we had all of our licenses for the state and now here we are with the city trying to figure out how do we use this medium Mm -hmm. how do two individuals like us use this medium to do something that we really want to do that is harming no one right Right? yeah i'm making a cuban sandwich you're making a cuban sandwich like i mean more benign it can't be right so we struggled a really really long time and Daniel said, you know, I told him, we don't, we can't do this for much longer. We've left our careers. We don't have any income coming in. I got, that's when we got on food stamps and my girls on Medicaid because we had two newborns that obviously would be reckless if we didn't have some sort of health coverage for them. And so we got on Medicaid and we gave ourselves six months. Said, you know, if six, if in six months we aren't able to open the business again, we will have to go back to work. Right. Because 
at that point, we need to do what's right for our family. Yeah. Um, but we fought every it's single incredible, day. It's incredible because you know, you know the power of that, right? Like, yeah. you understand what you have to give up to be able to do that. And I don't think that would ever be happy, right? I could easily, I could easily pivot, and I hate that fucking word, but you can pivot. And you could easily say, I could go back into doing what I was doing and make $200,000 a year. But, but do you want to? But do you want to? Do you really want to do that? Do you want to? Right. Like yeah. how miserable. There's so much power in that. And it, there is. And I think that was, that, was, that was the driving force for us. It was like, yeah, I could do that, but I'm not going to. Yeah. And, and we did it. And I want to tell you, it was, it was exhausting because there were moments that it really interfered with how, listen, we were stressed. Of we course. Were, we, were, we were in moments of despair and... But in all of that, is that, you know, Rose and I have always had a certain level of communication between us that has always kept us level-headed, despite the relationships that sometimes always bring on contentious moments, right? But I think when you go back to those moments, it helps us realize how important it is to give back to the community because of what it's, it's, what it's done to us as individuals and what's done to our business. Huge, as you guys know, because you're tired of seeing my face there. <laughs> Huge fan of, of sandwich, but I do amongst all the positive. I have to give one little complaint. Tell me, go for it. Complaint wrapped in a positive. Let's go. Let's go. I love the sandwiches because I, <laughs> I would hope. I love that you guys did this whole initiative with the vegano. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not a vegan. Anybody who knows me or who knows this, listen. I'm not, I'm not even a vegetarian. Okay. Listen. It is really good. Okay, and that's a high credit from a meat eater like by the highest order thank you you guys never have it i know it's my <laughs> fault guilty guilty it's completely my fault Listen. like the day that i am not going to eat meat and i go there i'm like oh you know my god never be a good boy so listen. Hey, every now and then i just want a vegetable so right? you know, yeah. it was difficult for us at one point it's jackfruit and you know it's Our local market it's doesn't have good. jackfruit, and That's they true. definitely don't have it in the volume that we need it to See, produce. Yeah, jackfruit. Yeah. Good luck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just not common. Um, and so they're actually, they're, it's sold in specialty Asian markets. Okay, that makes sense. And so... There's a lot of varieties of jackfruit, right? Yeah. So some you get a little darker, or they're cooked too much, or See, they're too yeah. rancid, or they're too slimy. And so we found the product that was very very good very high quality but we couldn't find it it was it was it was just a disruption we just couldn't get it when we finally did get it then the business kind of like picks up and and i'll tell you it is if you think that marinating lechon or curing (laughs) ham for seven days or 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 making your own mustard is difficult Let me tell you about tell preparing about a, a tasty jackfruit. jackfruit, okay? Because yes, it is bland in flavor, and you can add anything it'll take to it, but you have to, it is a process. Yeah, and when to I do it take, right. You, I, when I tell you I boil this thing twice, two twice. different, it gets boiled once, it gets drained, gets put in the pot again, it gets boiled once again, 
Then that second time I, I take I, all the water out, I drain it, and then I literally have to go in with like a towel and like squeeze it so that all the liquid comes out of it. So while I'm cooking it and roasting it with all of that, you know, sandwich flavor, it doesn't become like watery and like right, all and those, mushy and, and mushy, right? Yeah. You, you want it to have like a little bit of bite. Yeah. Well, in order to do that, it absorbs all that water when you're boiling it. And so you really like have to go. on steroids. It is. Like, you know your mom where you had, like, um, patrapeal? She would have the, yeah, la, la cochita, la fresa, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah, orange yeah. one, yeah. right? And she would go, and then she'd, like, squeeze the hell out of it, right? And you're like, wow. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing you doing now to That is what I have to do. It's delicious, but, oh, man, it's a mission to make. <laughs> it's Really but it's incredibly, it's incredibly delicious. Well, I was, yeah, I was so surprised. As a consumer, it's, I mean, I, I bow down to you. It's wild. It, it's, it's delicious. Is it un pan con lechon? Of course. No, it's like, not. It's no. not. Like you know what I mean. But, but, I, but when you eat it, you get the feeling, right? Like again. I'm not one of these people who's going to try and trick myself and be like, you know, oh my God, no, yeah, it tastes just like it. No, you know, no, like, it doesn't. It, it never will. No, it never no, will. No, 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 no. It's, but to no. la gente son como yeah. son, you know? Sure. Yeah, everyone's like, you know, people will always judge it and we've had we've had a couple comments. It would never be a pango chong. How dare well, you use a fruit? No, I was like, well, obviously, no, it's not. You know, it, yeah. comes, it comes at an expense where we have exposed ourselves to such a larger group of people. Exactly. And, you know, I know plenty of vegetarians and I know a lot of vegans. Yeah, and I'd like it's to hang. It's a thing now. And, I, and honestly, them. I'd like to hang out with them I'd and like have a meal them. and break bread together while <laughs> I'm having my steak. You can have your vegetables, and I'll we can have do it. The one item, yeah. right? Like it's right. not that big yeah. of a sacrifice, yeah. people. Yeah. Come on, exactly. calm down. Yeah. Exactly. And so here's another reality. You know, as hard as it is for me to do it, can I get in the kitchen and do it? Yes. Um, but I obviously, you know, we're trying to grow the business, and so. It is very time consuming. And if I look at my mom, which my mom is incredible. Anybody who's been to shop knows that she works with us. And she is the one who prepares all of the food that everyone eats. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys okay. have to understand. We, we no, produce you can't food. do that to mom. If I were to go to my mom and be like, yeah, mommy, tu sabes que hay un jackfruit y aquí está la receta. I think she would throw la chancleta. She would be like, sal de mi cocina ahora mismo. No me vengas con otra idea. Tú we, me estás escuchando, we, we Rosa. Produce, <laughs> Ni una idea más, por favor. Yeah, we produce 1,500 pounds of pork every week. Every week. 1,500? 1,500. 1, yeah, you heard me correct. 1,500 pounds of pork every week. Wow. And we do it by hand. Wow. I'm yeah. trying to, see, I don't do math. Yeah. So I'm trying to like, I if weigh, you can I, visualize I weigh over 200 that. pounds. So I'm trying to think like how many knees that would be. And and every case, like, every case, every yeah, case that knees. we receive yeah. is 75 pounds on average. Yeah. So you can imagine the amount of cases, we do 20 cases a week. Like it's, it's a heavy amount. And we product. make it, it's right. It's not, it's not product that's coming to us that is it's, already done. It's, it's raw. No, see, it's, that's the we product. We're preparing. Then you got to prepare it. We have to prepare. We have to marinate yeah. it. We have to cure it. We have to do the pickles and the mustard and the cebolla. And it's funny because, you know, when we have a busy week, we'll have our team members that'll come to me and they'll be like, who's going to tell your mom we need more pickles? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Drew the short straw that week. You don't want to piss mom off. Right? Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. If she sees you dropping a, like a slice of pickle, oh yeah. 
Yeah. Also, she's dealing with hot things. Like, I'm just, yeah. you know, not she's saying yeah, they yeah. could fly. Let me tell you, my mom is 65 years old, should be retired, refuses to retire. That's and not a bad thing. No, she does circles around the 20 and 30 year olds yeah. that that work with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're lucky enough to have, I have two of my best friends that work with us. Um, a very good friend of ours, uh, Chef Gio, who also joins our team. And is that the, the, the one that did the bayet? Yes, exactly. He came on board a couple of weeks ago as our uh, business development director. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. you know, we have, we have big dreams and we plan on following them till the end. And so we also have um, uh, Ruby Badalati always here. She's our store manager. She started with us saying, I'll help you, you know, I'll help you. She was also in law. Soft spoken. And she's like, I'll help you. I'll just come in a couple of days because she knew how difficult it was to find employees and she said you know I'll, I'll give you two days out of the week I'm like okay that was two years ago and she's now our store manager <laughs> and Vanessa then which is our director of events and uh, catering which is a div- is also a division that we want to develop and she's worked for you know the Biltmore's and the Ritz Carlton's of the world doing okay. wedding planning and event cool. planning and yeah. so it's in she helped us from the beginning also from the first festival she's like i'll come in and i'll help you when it's time to do the festivals and and three years later (laughs) and three years later she's the director and it's incredible you know to have these people that believed in you when it was just an idea and And that that they would leave their lucrative jobs to say i believe in you and i want to do this with you and let's do this together we all we all have dreams right i think and, and and the most humbling part of this is that we have so many we have a lot of talent and these people have somewhat like kind of left their careers and the, and the things they wanted to pursue to help us fulfill a dream and we're doing it together as a team right. I don't think there's no better representation of family and support than that yeah and I don't and I don't really necessarily think obviously I know they love me and they want to help me but I think that 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 says a lot about the industry that we're in how people come from these jobs right these careers and you come to a hospitality industry that serves where growing up it's kind of like you know you'll you'll you know you'll maybe work at mcdonald's and then you'll be a waiter you know through college and then you'll go on to your career but here you have people who have careers who are going backwards who want to serve because the idea of serving and the joy that it really brings to serve people and to have that enjoyment with people and like Danny says break bread with people it is something undescribable that I think anyone who hasn't done it will say well you just make sandwiches and you're just a waiter you're just a cashier but it is it is so rewarding beyond words you know Rose and I had a conversation because there's always a seed of doubt Right, like this may never work, right? Yeah. Because Kaya Ocho is great, but what if we start to expand? And what if things don't go right? Like, these are driving forces for us to do better. But there's always that conversation, like if it if this doesn't go well, what do we do? And we look at each other, like we're not going back to what we're doing. Yeah, I would I'll stay go back. in the hospitality I would stay in the industry. Mm-hmm. I would, I would you, totally. You guys built something once. You can build it over and over. Yeah, we can do it again. To. Yeah, if but you, if you have to, I, I genuinely believe that. I think you two have this drive, and, yeah. and 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 I say this number one because it's true, but also 
I know when I started, when we started, I told you like, oh, like 20, 30 minutes. We're an hour and a half into this That's interview. Right. And it it's, happens. No, no, I'm just saying. It's like, it's like, it's the worst, it's the biggest joke. We always tell everybody like, oh, 20 minutes. No, and it's, it's always never. like three hours later. It's never. Sorry. Yeah. And, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Like I was telling everybody, I can edit down. I can't edit up. Right? So it's like, if I get somebody who's like, yes. No. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. I'm like, well, that was the five-minute interview. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for yeah. showing up. Yeah. Um, but I think, but again, it just, it speaks to what you guys, it speaks to you, right? Yeah. That, that you, look, I will, I will say that we've said it before, you know, listeners know that we've got our chicken wing, uh, you know, ping pong boil happening, whatever. You guys are one of the people that we look at as inspiration for you. pulling that trigger awesome. and starting. That's awesome. Because... I have no background in hospitality or no. food service or whatever. Darian is a freaking attorney. So we have, quote unquote, no business deciding, yeah. we're going to start a chicken wing business. Oh, yeah, during Crazy. a shortage, by the way. <laughs> and But we do, we do look to people like you guys, you know, because, again, we, we do know your story. And it's like, you know what? But 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 they did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And. And and if and if and we want to follow down that path of like you know what this is bringing us joy this is we we like it it's fun it's it's, yes. it, it's you got purpose uh, yeah it's ours yeah, you know right. and there's something about and I'm sure you guys experience this where you know you were saying it's a sandwich yeah no 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 but it's when you when you give that person their food and they they look at it right and you can see that they're like whether it's just because they're hungry or they're actually happy or what it, it's just there is something to that it's yes. the most bizarre thing in the world you, it's a you connect with people in a way that i don't think any other medium gives you honestly yeah. especially because it's yours i yes. think you're I think not so, working someone for said someone's it, company it yeah. is your product yeah. yes yeah it's, it's a, I, have, I have a good friend of mine who's who's a incredible painter and he says i love the critics because they think they can describe my painting because you can't describe a painting. Yeah. It's like it's like trying to describe the the food that you're eating. You really can't. It's a feeling. It's something so much deeper mm. than that. And I think that there's this indescribable tone that happens in that transaction, mm. right? When I'm giving someone food and they're crying at my table. And they're telling mm. me, this reminds me of my the medianoche my grandmother used to make. Right. Right. And you can't replicate that. You can't describe that it's just there you can write it down on paper you can you can try it's, but no it's a it's a feeling no, it's a it's, tick it's yeah it's not the same thing it's not it really no, isn't i think that's the, that's the beauty of food and that's the beauty of doing something you know what I, I feel that we're doing it right i think that we we we, we give a shit you yeah. know and when and when you do that when you're able to tap in, into that level of, of of our of our business i think it's a really beautiful thing yeah, and it's it's nice to see so many people in our community really giving a shit because if you look at the culinary industry in Miami 15, 20 years ago, it was a shadow of what it is today. Oh, yeah. I mean, to see how far we've come and how chefs from all over and local chefs have created such wonderful, incredible cuisine. There's yeah. so many amazing places that you can grab a good meal at in Miami today. Yeah. And we should be really proud of, of ourselves for that. Because Miami's come a really long way. It really, it's 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 it's, it's a, you're, you're right. I agree. Three, three Miami natives uh, sitting here, <laughs> and we know that of which we speak. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Miami's a great Miami's a great city, you know. And I, and I'm, we're 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 glad and very happy to be part of that narrative of this like growing, evolving city. And it's crazy to think that, you know, we'd be sitting here at this table talking about a Cuban sandwich company, right, in the city of Miami. 
I only want to be known as the person who created the best Cuban sandwich in the world. That's all. Not the best bathrooms? No. Well, that's too. <laughs> that's because Rosa's sandwich, as <laughs> I said earlier, is much better than Rosa bathroom. That's, you know, you know, that's it's funny. I say that not, not to, you know, seem snobby, but I, I was asked that question not that long ago. Like, if you had a legacy, what would it be? And, you know, I was in pageants when I was younger and I remember always having to have like that perfect answer and so I gave like a really like humble and down-to-earth answer something not you know not too full of myself and then later on that night I sat there and I I said you know no I want to be known for creating the best Cuban sandwich in the world and what I said it and I don't care what you think and that's exactly what I want to be known for so the next time anybody asked me I know you didn't ask but I had to say it because now's my chance absolutely there's a microphone put it out there It's your platform. This is going to be the pull quote, by the way. See how she said that, too? She's like, it came right from her gut. This is her minute soundbite. Holding that in. (laughs) That's exactly the legacy I want to leave behind. You know, and I'm, and and there's nothing wrong with that. No, no and and you know, and you know, I, it's your legacy. Yes. I, I, I really am like touched by that, right? Because I also feel like, I should align myself with that, but I have kids now. And the crazy thing now is that my legacy isn't so much about being the best Cuban sandwich or, or building the company, which I know we, we can and we will. But I think my biggest legacy right now is to help my kids understand what it is to sacrifice and to do things that make them happy. And, and I'm not doing this to pass this on to my kids. No. Right? No, no, I, don't, no. I don't want my kids. I think we're in agreement. I have no desire for my kids to take over sandwich. Right. Yeah. Like zero. If, if it you, happens, well, that's a fluke. Great. If yeah. it happens, right, 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 that's right, fucking right. great. But it's right. not, it's not, that's not me. I think what, right. what Rose and I have is that we're doing this for ourselves. And that action alone yeah. is hopefully an example that my kids will learn to do things for themselves. Of course it is. And so my legacy isn't so much about like creating the best Cuban sandwich company. I think my legacy is to give my empower my kids to do things that they can do. I, I think that uh, creating the Through best Cuban action. sandwich in the world would be not mutually exclusive, Danny. Yes. I'm just saying it could I mean, be both. Okay? It could be, it could be both. both. Like but you but do but one just and then that, just naturally the know. other happens. Exactly. <laughs> Your answer is different than mine. Yeah, you're like a pageant answer. <laughs> That's exactly what I didn't want. Yeah. I want to be, my kids will follow. Touche. <laughs> They'll see their mom create oh, the best Lord. Cuban sandwich in the world and be like, that's my mom. <laughs> that's my mama. <laughs> that's it. And I can't think of a better note to end the interview on than that. I love it. Okay, guys, again, thank you so much. And, you know, I, I know, again, like I've you know, been eating there for a bit now. And I I can't tell you again, like just honestly, I, I, I get so much joy watching you guys succeed. Thank you. Thanks. It's a bizarre, like I, I say that a lot. And so I think sometimes people look at me kind of like, what do you mean? I'm just like, there's just something about watching people succeed who've put all their dreams into action and are doing it. Like, you know, again, when I saw you guys on CNN, on CNBC, on the, the Street of Dreams thing, it was like, I like paused it and took the picture and po- <laughs> like, because I was just like, I was like, oh my God, like look yes. at them succeeding and yes. like, and, and, and you know, just being some small part of that, you know, by coming on the show, by letting us eat your damn good sandwiches, you know, <laughs> like that to me, I, I wish nothing but 
infinite success for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. That fills us with so much joy. You have no idea. That's we live and breathe for that. And so thank you for being a part of it with us. Thank you for um, thank you for coming here and into our home and, and doing this event. This is and wanting to listen to our story. Listen, <laughs> everybody should. Because if you guys can do it, you know what? It, it, it just shows that you just got to put your mind to it. And, and sometimes you got to sacrifice. But look you. at the payoff. And the crazy thing is everyone can. Like, it, just you can. And if you believe and you have the right support system, you can. Yeah. You know, I, have, I have no doubt that being Pampoyo is going to be great. And on that note, can we go eat some wings? Yeah. I mean, I'm hungry. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've been drinking. I'm hungry. And I also, can have that. And like I said, I've been seeing I'm on Dan- my third beer, guys. Yeah, and I, just, I, I saw Danny's eyes start to get a little watery, and my eyes started to get a little watery, and so it's like, yeah. It, it Chicken wing will cure all that. Cure, it will cure yeah. everything. <laughs>Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.